When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, so here's a fan fiction that took four years to make because I just didn't make it. I'm really bad at writing endings. But here it is all in one shot, so enjoy the nostalgia. And then halfway through the video is going to be part two, which is done almost four years later. So thanks for your patience and enjoy the video. Hey everyone, so today's fanfiction will cover something I've been wanting to do. It's what if Obi-Wan never went to Mustafar? I think there are so many different possibilities here that we could theorize on since Obi-Wan snuck onto Padme's ship. So let's try to see what would have happened if he just didn't go to the planet altogether. I know in some fanfictions I like to stray away off the storyline while others are action-packed. I'm going to try and make this one as realistic as I can to the storyline and what the characters would do in each situation had they gone differently. So assuming Obi-Wan spoke with Padme and their discussion led to the same dialogue where she hears that her husband had murdered younglings and turned against the Jedi. We know pretty much right after this, she got up and sped away to meet Anakin on Mustafar. Let's assume for a moment, for this video's sake, Obi-Wan sticks with today's story, which would be to respect her wishes to not be followed. If he used his judgment, he would have known better than anyone that following her there and showing up unannounced would only infuriate Anakin even more in his most imbalanced state, making him want to beat his chest in front of Padme and cause a huge dramatic scene where he goes into a blacked out rage and possibly endangering her life, which is exactly what happened. If Obi-Wan never went to Mustafar, Padme would go to meet Anakin and the conversation would continue to go the same route it did where she would tell him to run away with her and raise their child on Naboo. This would be met with Anakin telling her that they don't have to run, that he can overthrow the Emperor and that they can rule the galaxy together. While of course he was still in a massive level of fight or flight after everything he had done, he did begin to slowly internalize the thought of leaving with her. Now on a side note guys, this part isn't so much fanfiction, rather more so fact as if we refer to the book The Rise of Darth Vader, he reminisces about this exact moment mentioning how he was trying to explain to her everything that was going on and then leaving with her until Obi-Wan showed up, ruining and changing everything, fueling his rage. Padme would tell Anakin that what he did was not right, where he would then tell her how the Jedi had been plotting to kill the Chancellor and constantly denied him the rank of Master, which would have allowed him access to the restricted section and thus the knowledge to save her without turning to Palpatine. As they continued to argue, their love for one another would only grow stronger in the fear of losing each other with all that has happened. Padme would turn and dramatically run away from Anakin. She gets into her ship and speeds off into the distance. Doing the same, he follows her throughout the galaxy when they come before a beautiful green and blue planet. He knew where she was taking them. Landing back at the palace on Naboo, where they shared their first kiss, Anakin got out of his ship to the sounds of birds gently soaring over the waveless lake. Hit with flashes of when he was still a Padawan, when she looked so beautiful at the pier, and when he mentioned his hatred for sand. Moving to grab her arm, he could see the pain that he caused her. Maybe the path that he was following was wrong. 
Look at everything he had done. He had destroyed the life that he had known. The life he swore to protect. This place, however, had already helped him forget. It helped him come back to his center. Back to his Jedi training to keep a level head. Flashes of younglings and all those he had killed appeared before his eyes. Swaying back and forth as if he were on a rocky ship. His eyes flickering orange and turning to their normal blue. What have I done? He shouted as he collapsed on the floor as Padme and her servants put him on the sofa to rest. Waking up just moments later, he went outside to stand in the same spot he did all those years ago. When he had nightmares of his mother, meditating, he remembered who he was and caught the reflection of his eyes in the water. This wasn't him. This was not Anakin Skywalker. This was what Palpatine wanted him to become. He had to change, but was it too late? Anakin had been manipulated. Padme knew it, he knew it, and so did Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? He wondered if his old master was still alive. Going to his ship, he tried to contact him. Receiving a weak signal, Master Kenobi answered in a cry. Anakin, what have you done? Looking down at the console, he knew now what he did. The temper and rage had subsided. Anakin was with Padme. She was safe. It was all he ever wanted. Master, I must find you. I must fix what I've done. Anakin, you've destroyed everything. You must be stopped, even if I have to do it myself. I understand, my master. I have betrayed the Jedi and you. I'm by the Lake of Naboo. You must stop the Emperor before it's too late. Anakin, come to Coruscant immediately. I sense Master Yoda is in trouble. Without a moment's hesitation, Anakin set his ship for Coruscant, waving to Padme who ran out to stop him. There was no time for that. Anakin's rage was returning. It was Palpatine all along. He manipulated him all these years, pulling each string with such charm and masterful politics. He was the true threat behind everything from the start, including Padme's assassination attempts. Meeting Obi-Wan at the old Jedi Temple, his eyes flowed with tears as he saw the dead bodies scattered outside. This was his doing. Anakin, we don't have time. As they sped to Palpatine, they could feel the raw power of the two most powerful force users in the known galaxy, exploding with energy with every moment that passed. Entering the office, they saw the Senate floor had opened, where they could hear laughter and lightning crackle from way above. Jumping to the Senate stadium to see pod after pod spinning and being hurled at two figures so far in the distance, they could only be made out by the color of their lightsaber. Come, Anakin, we must get to the top. Using the force to leap bounds up the Senate as a lightning blast burst with energy sending Yoda and Sidious in opposite directions. As Yoda looked up, he saw the outstretched hand of Obi-Wan, while Anakin stood next to him. Getting to his feet, he pushed Anakin into the Senate pod, away from them with such force it would have killed a regular person. Getting up from the shock, Anakin pleaded for Yoda to forgive him, as Obi-Wan looked at the Green Master and nodded in approval. Your fate later determined will it be? As they all looked up and saw 20 Senate pods raised and spinning, Darth Sidious, ruler of the galaxy, laughed to the sky. The sound of multiple lightsabers all ignited in unison. Face your darkness, I will. <laughs> Master without a Jedi order. <laughs> At an end, your rule is Emperor. Palpatine's eyes darted towards Skywalker as he stood next to Yoda and Obi-Wan. Skywalker, the power you seek cannot be learned from the Jedi. You trusted them. They betrayed you. I trusted you, and you manipulated me. 
You took my pains and my desperation to mold to do your bidding. Anakin, please don't be a pawn in their game. It is not I who am using you. I am merely setting you free from the shackles the Jedi have given you. I've taken the lives of those I fought alongside, and I can't take it back. There is only one life left to take. Anakin flipped over Yoda and Obi-Wan, igniting his lightsaber and aiming his blue plasma blade down at Sidious's head. Yoda and Kenobi immediately followed suit, jumping after him to join the fight. As usual, Anakin didn't wait for the others. Sidious scowled at his apprentice's betrayal and sent him a wave of lightning, to which Anakin deflected and landed down beside Sidious by his right shoulder. As the Sith Lord, Emperor of the Galaxy, spun like a whirlwind backwards, away from the three Jedi, there was something different about Anakin. His energy wasn't that of a pure Jedi anymore. No, far from it. Sidious's insidious missions that he ordered upon Anakin had dipped the Golden Chosen One into the heart of darkness, where his once pure soul, shone as pure as the core of his saber, now harvested in the pain of suffering of all of those that he had betrayed. Anakin was more powerful than Sidious ever anticipated, his abilities increasing with each swing. And this brought a smile to Sidious's face. This nanosecond of an observation almost cost Sidious his life. As Yoda moved in with immense speed, his small stature granting him the ability to move as a green blur of fire. I shall have to weaken the link, Sidious thought to himself, if I am to survive. I am more powerful than all of them, but combined, this wouldn't be as simple as the Jedi Masters he had just terminated before Order 66 was given. These were the best of the Order. His ego wouldn't admit it, but he was glad that Master Windu wasn't here to join the match. Take out Kenobi, isolate the others, he thought. While Sidious delved deeper and deeper into the dark side, he moved so fast that only Yoda was able to track every single step. Anakin and Obi-Wan, albeit extremely powerful and versed with the Force, they saw him as a red blur of fire, and sometimes darkness itself, as if a shadow were moving at immense speeds, the red flares of his lightsaber whipping around. If they had ever taken any moment off of their training, they may not have survived this battle. Anakin, just like on the Invisible Hand, said Obi-Wan, implying to attack Sidious the same way that they fought Dooku, together. Palpatine remembered that battle, how he had promised Dooku to toy with Skywalker, while discarding of Kenobi, to allow Skywalker to capture and arrest him, all for their master plan of growing the Sith Collective. Anakin moved nothing like he used to. The powers that he has achieved using the dark and light sides of the Force balanced him perfectly, elevating every single ability he had. Before this moment, he had always seen a boy with tremendous potential. But how much could one run when their feet were locked together? This is what the Jedi had done to him. Now, he was free. Anakin's abilities were soaring by the moment, teetering on Palpatine's. His furnace of a heart burned hotter than the fires on Mustafar. Ironic, he thought. Had he not sent them on those missions, had he not executed Order 66, perhaps Anakin would not have been as powerful as he was in this moment. The dark side truly did favor him. Before he could finish his next sentence inside of his own head, he ducked under Skywalker's blade, locking it with his red one as he threw his second saber from his sleeve as he shot lightning out of it, igniting it as crackles of spider-like electricity crawled up his crimson blade of rage towards Kenobi. The attack took Obi-Wan by surprise. Two lightsabers, he thought? Where had he been hiding this? 
up his sleeve, just like his true intentions this entire time he played the war. Master, said Anakin as he watched his master crumble to the floor of the pod, screaming in pain. Yoda threw his saber between the lightning and held it there with the force as he jumped off of a higher pod and bounced towards Palpatine, summoning Kenobi's saber to his little hand. Sidious stopped the barrage of lightning and summoned his blade back. As Kenobi laid, catching his breath, Palpatine hurled Skywalker back with the force, and Anakin resisted the attack as much as he could, but he was still thrown backwards. Sidious was on an entirely different level, power-wise. Yoda was like a mini cyclone of green and blue, using Kenobi's saber in tandem with his own green one to fight Sidious with all that he had. Palpatine admired the focus. A powerful Sith he would have become had he chosen the dark side. Perhaps in another life, he thought. Sidious used his abilities, everything that Plagueis, his master, had taught him. The endless hours of practicing all lightsaber forms merely to mock the Jedi paid off. But he knew what he really showed was in his powers of the Force. Flipping to a pod higher up, he threw his sabers like darts at Yoda as he raised his hands into the air, creating a massive force storm and summoned more pods at the Jedi in this dark, clouding confusion of the force that Palpatine had created. Massive fires erupted below with the destruction of the hundreds of pods that Palpatine was summoning above and below his hands. The scorching heat of the flames began to climb the arena. Sidious simultaneously controlled his lightsabers with ease as he threw the pods at everyone through the Senate Stadium. Yoda tried to counter, jumping from pod to pod to dodge the attacks. Flipping around to duck the two lightsabers, Sidious had thrown his way. He misplaced his footing and slipped to the bottom of the Senate floor, hitting pods on the way down. As he fell towards the fire, Yoda used the force to propel himself away to safety. It's going to be a long climb up now. Anakin woke up, his head bleeding profusely from the fall. As he looked to Obi-Wan, who was now up and ready, jumping to fight Sidious alone, his robes still smoldering. Something in the moment felt different. It was as if Anakin was watching through a glass window. Sidious smiled as he had foreseen. He used the force as if he would shoot lightning, to which Kenobi brought his saber up, and the stadium echoed with a yell from Yoda, who climbed from below as the Grand Master warned Kenobi of this trick, but Kenobi didn't see it. The Emperor didn't use his infamous lightning. He used the Force to grab Kenobi with tendrils of invisible darkness, pulling him towards the Senate as both red lightsabers turned on point and were summoned immediately towards Kenobi's back. Time stood still. This was it. Anakin found himself perplexed. Was this a trick in the Force? He thought to himself. Have you come to free us? The voice came from inside his own head, but also from every corner of the arena. It was the little boy from Tatooine. It, it was Skywalker. I think you have. Why else would you be here? The voice spoke to him, but it was meant for Qui-Gon in what seemed like a lifetime ago. Anakin couldn't believe it. It was as if his younger self, the slave boy who dreamed of returning to free all of the slaves, were speaking to his older self now. He was the slave. A slave to power and emotion, a slave to his thoughts and fears, a slave to Sidious. He let everyone down. Padme, his mother, the Jedi, and most of all, himself. A tear streamed down his cheek as he watched the scene paused in the moment of time. Perhaps it was a trick in the force, perhaps it was his powers that were so immense in this drastic moment that he was able to see things much more clearly, as if he was moving faster than time itself. 
Anakin had spent his entire life a slave. A slave to Watto. A slave to the Jedi. A slave to his own emotions. To his fears. A slave to love. And now, a slave to the dark side. A slave to one person who manipulated him and played on his fears. All he wanted to do was save Padme. But it wasn't his choice to make. This selfish deed that he had done, that he had chosen for Padme, was the very thing that he swore to not become. This wasn't what he fought during the Clone Wars for, for democracy, for choice. He was the very thing he swore to destroy. And so in the end, the slave boy who dreamed of returning to free all of the slaves needed to free himself first, even at the cost of everything. A massive yell screamed from his soul and came out of his mouth, his eyes full of rage and hatred for the things he had done. The person he had become was so far from the person that little boy wanted to turn into on Tatooine. Orange and yellow filled his eyes once again. His thought to move was all that it took. The Force guided him. Neither light nor dark, just the Force itself. Anakin moved in an unrelated speed to time. Face to face with the devil, Sidious looked into the eyes of Anakin, as if they both were able to pause time. But yet, Sidious couldn't do anything about it. His creation, the apprentice that he so wanted all those years, had finally reached the potential that Palpatine had dreamed of. And as he stared into Skywalker's blue eyes, he noticed the tears streaming down his cheek as he felt Skywalker plunge his Jedi weapon into his chest and through his heart. Sidious felt the blue blade burn into him, and at the same moment, Anakin lost his breath as the two red blades that Sidious intended for Kenobi ripped into his apprentice. Skywalker had sacrificed himself for his master. The slave was finally free. He broke the chains before him. Kenobi fell as time caught up and screamed for Anakin's life. As Yoda watched in horror, it all happened faster than he could blink. Kenobi was caught by the Force as Yoda motioned softly to a seat in the Senate, protecting the Jedi. As they looked up, Anakin's lifeless body fell with Sidious into the raging fires below. Leave, we must! As Kenobi ran towards the fire and Yoda pulled him back with the Force. Kenobi in a frantic rage, crying out for Anakin, almost broken and psychotic. Yoda knew that this place was going to blow at any moment. As he threw Obi-Wan up to the exit doors, he allowed the Force to guide him up the pods himself, as they eventually made their escape, with Obi-Wan being forced. The weeks passed and the Jedi who survived returned to the Jedi Temple. They cleaned and buried the bodies of their Padawans and Masters. Padme, heartbroken, gave birth to Luke and Leia, and died in childbirth, as was her destiny. Without Anakin, she couldn't live. Her broken heart could not be mended without her other. Yoda and Obi-Wan took the children of Skywalker in, training them in the ways of the Force from birth. Their father, while having almost destroyed the entire galaxy in the name of love, so to speak, taught the Jedi something that they didn't think was possible. They learned Anakin's final powers were not because he chose the light side or the dark, but because he chose the Force itself. It was his choices that defined his side, not his abilities and powers. And through using so-called dark side powers, he was able to harness his abilities into deeds of the light, to defeat a greater evil. The Jedi Order would grow to be stronger than ever, immortalizing the tragedy of Darth Vader, that no matter how dark one's path, it's never too late to turn back to the light, honoring the story of Anakin Skywalker, the chosen one who brought balance to the Force. Hope you guys enjoyed this fanfiction. I also hope that you enjoyed this ending. For me, endings are pretty tough to do, and that's why I have a lot of unfinished fanfictions, because I find it 
quite easy and comfortable to create stories from scratch and fan fictions, you know, from just by typing, you know, a story will create itself. But when it comes to the conclusion, when it comes to the ending, I usually have a hard time because I contradict myself and I doubt myself on which ending is really the best. But I'm pretty happy with this one. I just chose one and I said, nope, this is the one we're going to do. It's going to be tough, but not everything needs a happy ending. So this is the one that we get for this one. And I'll be going on and continuing all of the other fan fictions that I never finished because it's time. So thanks for being patient. Leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoy the bit of extra production value on these where I have some of the images actually Photoshop properly to match the scene and tell the story a little bit better so that you can escape with me to a galaxy far, far away just a little bit more. Thanks so much for your time today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. <laughs>